Eagles Entertainment. On Thursday, September 30th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, offensive lineman Landon Dickerson. It seemed like you were a little bit banged up at the end of the game. Um, came on the injury report with the hip. Uh, how you feeling? How did it happen? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's football. It ain't meant to feel good. So, simple as that, I think. Do you think getting used to the game speed and obviously coming back from injury that maybe sometimes you have to overcompensate in certain areas of your blocking and that can cause issues? Man, that's – you can say that you shouldn't be doing that if, you know, I may have made that mistake. But it's what practice is for, to refine your craft and get it down in practice so you don't do it in the game. Landon, you were comfortable on the left or right side or doesn't matter to you? I'm pretty comfortable playing football, just wherever. How uh... – the difference for you having the whole week to prep versus the week before coming in sort of cold? You know, every chance you get to practice is always beneficial. There's, you know, I, I love practice. I don't think there's any negatives to it. So it's always great to be able to get as many practices, as many reps as you can. Do you expect to play Sunday? I mean, I expect to be traveling and whatever coach wants me to do. You weren't real happy with your uh, first game that, when you had to come in for Brandon Brooks. Uh, were you a little more happier the way you played in Dallas? No, still, still didn't play up to the standard. That's you know, it's you can rewind what I said last week. You know, we have a standard here. I'm not going to sit here and give you excuses why I did certain things. Go to practice, look at a film, ask my coaches what I need to do, ask my teammates what they think can help, then just figure it out and keep getting better each day. That's what it's about. Same things that showed up in, in the first game, what showed up in this game for you, do you think? In what ways? In, in the mistakes. Um, depend. I mean, it's not something I'm going to get into detail about, but I did make corrections on a lot of things I felt that I needed to work on, the coaches thought I needed to work on. How are you feeling now physically, Landon? Good. Landon, we just uh, got to meet you, and obviously we're developing a relationship. Are you typically a harsh critic on your own play? Um, or do you come out of certain games saying, I played well, um, there's not much I could have improved? I mean, there's obviously, I, I like to look at it in a way of, you know, you're never going to play a perfect game. There's always things you can work on, so there's no reason to, you know, sit around and pat yourself on the back if there's still things that you can improve on. There's, I don't really find, you know, a, a reason why you should do that. I mean, other people may be different. For me, I find it best whenever I, you know, I'm hard on myself, I critique myself, I ask for feedback from coaches, and I try to get things corrected. What's the communication been like? Uh, you know, obviously the offensive line has to communicate quite a bit with protection calls and whatnot. How, how's that come along? Oh, I understand. I mean, it's a simple philosophy. You know, as long as we're all on, all on the same page, good things will happen. We've heard a lot about accountability and, and how this team holds players accountable. Has that meshed with the way you prefer to be coached and the way that it helps you to be coached? Absolutely. I mean, I, like I said, I, I want to be told what I'm doing wrong and what I can do to fix it. There's no reason to say how great something is if there's still things wrong with it. Have you talked to Isaac since his injury? And if so, what's his mental state like and how, how's he dealing with it? I have talked to Isaac. He's doing well. Isaac's a phenomenal player. We're really going to miss him. I mean, he's not other than being a great player. He's a great human, great person. He's helped me out so much. I mean, you know, he's he's a key part of our offensive line. And you know, I, I'm hoping that he'll get back in the building sooner rather than later because just having his presence around, I mean, it's just it's great.
We've heard how last week you mentioned the speed of the game was the biggest adjustment you had to make. How did you feel like you adjusted on Monday night, and how long do you think it will take to adjust to that? I wish I could tell you a time period. It's not like it's a you know an exam coming up in two weeks. It's you know it's you know the more practice, the more reps, the more games you play, the more comfortable you get with it. Is there anything from these first two games that surprised you? And what way? Just about uh, the, the game speed, the, the way the NFL works, anything like that? It's a fast game, and they're grown men. I mean, did you expect, is it what you expected, though? <laughs> I, mean, it's a, I didn't know what to expect. I never played an NFL game, so what it was. How do you think Devontae has handled uh, being uh, in the spotlight? I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, pressure with being a first-round pick in this city especially, obviously you're new to this town, but I'm sure you've heard about it. How do you feel like he handles that? I think pressure's great. It means you have expectations. It means people want things from you. They expect certain things to happen. And, you know, I think that's great because, you know, you keep wanting to get better, you know, not only for the city but for the team and, you know, what we can accomplish. So I think he handles it great. You know, he evaluates what he does good and bad each week. He's trying to fix it. He's trying to improve and get better every single day. How do you approach that? I mean, you've played in some high-profile college football programs, where I'm sure it's, you've felt it before. You know, how do you how you, how have you approached uh, handling pressure throughout your career, and how do you think, how do you feel like you've done so far here in Philadelphia? I mean, just it, it comes with practice and training and being prepared. I mean, whenever you're prepared, there's no reason to feel nervous or feel pressure. Man, I apologize. Apologize if you were asked this, but uh, I guess what type of uh, advice or pointers has Lane given you since you know you've been inserted uh, last week? I mean, Lane's been great. He gives me little tidbits every now and then. I'm sure y'all know how his character is, but really, it's just play football. Be yourself. Play football. Next, wide receiver Devonte Smith. How y'all doing? Great. How are you? I'm good. Good. How much uh, Tyreek Hill have you watched? Um, I mean, anytime I get a chance to watch football, if they are, I'm going to watch it. But um, not not really somebody I watch a lot because, I mean, two different play styles. Nothing you can take from his his game? I mean, one of the best in, in the business? Um, playing fast. The first two weeks ago, has it been that much? Did you get frustrated with such a role Uh, nah, just make the most of my opportunities. I mean, as an offense, um, we got to execute better. So um, that's just the main thing, us executing better, not putting ourselves in bad situations. If we do that, then the ball is going to find who it's supposed to find. I don't mean to rehash the game from the other night, but it's our first time speaking with you since then. The uh, the interception on on that play, did you lose your footing coming out of the break? Is that what happened? Or? Yeah, I, I just lost my foot, and I got to um, do a better job of just running my routes, just staying up. I, I know how... how I mean, right when it happened, I, I just, like, when I stood up, I was like, yeah, that's my fault. I got to stay up. But, I mean, me and um, Amo, we was just working on that, just working on me running the top of my out routes and things like that, just trying to find the little small details, just fix that up. What do you do to keep impressed I mean, it's 24 hours. I mean, you sit up there, you watch the film, see what you got to correct, and then when the next day comes, you just move on from it. What's going to be the key for you in terms of deep balls, in terms of getting that going? Uh, I mean, just our, our timing, just the timing with me and Jalen, 
Um, just that and just overall just still executing as an offense, just every little detail, every little thing that matters. So if one thing is wrong, then that's going to stop anything from happening. It's a little bit I mean, I've been playing sports all my life. I mean, I ain't been winning all my life. So, I mean, probably wasn't football, but in the other sports, I didn't had it while I lost a couple games in a row. So, I mean, it is what it is. But is it unusual after last year, catching as many passes as you did, that sometimes they're hearing the offense from the other side of the field? Maybe you've had to play with other great wide receivers, but you're not as involved, uh, I guess? Nah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do your job. I mean, the opportunities that you get, you got to make the most of it. So, now, nah, just when the ball comes to me, I just got to make the most of those opportunities. In these past few weeks, you've seen big physical corners. What is, is, is I, I guess, the learning experience going up against uh, the bigger corners? As um, It really has nothing to do with him. It's just with, with me, really. Just knowing that I got to be better at the top of my routes and things like that, it really has nothing to do with them. It's just all down to me and my route running. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always talk about it all the time, just straining to the finish. I mean, just every play, just straining to the finish, even though I'm tired, just finishing. Up next, linebacker TJ Edwards. What's up, TJ? What's up? What's up? All Notre Dame questions? Or? Man, I can't talk about that. That one hurt a little bit. So, obviously, the run, the run you play has been um, I think it's just little things, you know, uh, tackling and um, getting to the point of attack earlier and things like that, all things that we can control. Um, we're not freaking out by any means. We know we can stop the run and um, just got to keep stressing it each week and, and make sure that we're stout in everything we do. Yeah, um, I think for one, it keeps everyone in the game plan uh, in terms of everyone's locked in each week to, to know what, what's going on in the scheme. And, um, you know, I, I kind of like how we've been doing it, just making sure that everyone's fresh at all times and um, getting the groups that are hot to, to stay on the field. And we just kind of been keeping on rolling. So we kind of just been plugging and um, everyone's been staying ready and, and ready to go. And what's it based off of? Yeah, uh, you know, just just football things and, and things like that, uh, things that we keep in house. But um, at the end of the day, you know, coach wants everyone to be ready to play, and um, I think that's you know one of the main points of the rotating and things like that. But but is it fair to say? I'm sorry. Is it is it fair to say that unlike the past few years you've been here, there there's not kind of like that the clear top two linebackers that you are mixing and matching? Yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely different. You know, it's um, but I think it's you know different is good and. Um, you know, we, we come in at the start of the week and, you know, install our first and second down and everyone's got to be ready to go in and everyone's got to be ready to play in each package. So um, I think that's something that's pretty unique here. I'm sure. Um, and I think that's something we're expecting too. And um, knowing we got a, a high-powered offense coming in, uh, you really have to be just about ready for anything. So.
Yeah, no, I think you, you try to take certain things away and, um, you know, like, like you guys see, they do a lot of things well on offense and um, a lot of speed, a lot of high-powered, you know, skill receivers who can do a lot. And, and then you got, you know, Mahomes. But um, so just trying to take certain things away and, um, you know, it's going to have to be a really disciplined game from us and, and we're really excited for it. The flip side to, to kind of stopping the run is, is like you watch the Chargers, they yeah. play the past two teams you play and it's almost like they're inviting you to run mm-hmm. so you don't get beat deep. Is, is that a philosophy you've seen elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, it's again, kind of pick your poison, especially with a team like this coming in. But, um, you know, we want to be sound in just about everything we're doing. So, you know, disguising and things like that. But it's such a such a good team where they, you know, they'll have a good idea after a few drives. But just playing our rules and playing our techniques and, um, you know, playing our playing our man rules and just doing things that, you know, you have to do each each day to be a good defense. And we're just going to keep on striving to do that. From the press box and the film, it seems like he's been the most consistent uh, linebacker on the team, uh, playing-wise, or playing time-wise. Um, why do you think that is, and what's your confidence level after kind of taking the back seat and training camp? Yeah, um, you know, me, I come in each week, and I just want to be ready to go at any position that I need to be. Um, you know, like I said, I think Coach does a good job of keeping everyone fresh and letting people know what's what their role is going to be and things like that. So um, I just try to come in and make sure I know just about everything I need to about the scheme and, um, you know, go from there. In dating back to your time in college, you're known as, as someone who can force turnovers. Uh, what's it going to take for this defense to start doing that more? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think – we're doing a good job of that right now. I think we have a really good formula of forcing those turnovers in practice and, and doing those things. So it's just really kind of what we've been saying is doubling down on it, um, you know, pressing even harder for it and making sure that we're, we're using those techniques that we did in camp and, and still applying them to these practices and making sure things like that don't get lost for sure. You know, it's like it's like anything in life. You know, you, you're working so hard for one thing, but you know that it's not all of the game, but it's, it's a big part of what we want to do. And um, so we've definitely been stressing it and making sure that everyone's got the ball in their mind for sure. You've been part of a lot of turnover drives. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the key to stop it? What's the team to getting or, turnovers? Or, or, I guess getting the turnovers yeah. and kind of, you know, snowballing from there. Yeah. Um, you know, like we said, I think there's no, there's no secret to it. There's no... Um, it's just being in the right spot and making those plays when it happens. We've had opportunities and um, we've had you know fumbles on the ground that we didn't get and, and picks in the air. So those things will keep coming. Um, it's just making those plays when they come to us. Thanks, DJ. Thanks, guys. Yep. Next to the podium, cornerback Avante Maddox. So a big, big challenge this week, I guess. Obviously, uh, Chiefs have a lot of explosive weapons. What's um, you know what's your take on what they have with Kelsey and Tyree Kill? And- uh, some of the others? Uh, yeah, they definitely are a very explosive offense, you know, starting with the quarterback. And, you know, they have great skill set around them. And, you know, you just got to be able to plaster in coverage and, you know, try to limit as many explosive plays as you can because, you know, that's what their team looks for and, and runs off of. Monte, how much do they kind of manipulate the slot uh, with different players as opposed to uh, the average NFL team? Um, a lot. I mean, you got guys that can move around in various spots. Um, you got Ty- Tyreek, he's in the slot, or he can go to one, and Travis, he can be in the slot, or he can go out to one. So they got a lot of guys that can rotate in any, any space, and they got good speed, so well, great speed. So, you know, they got a lot of guys that try to get a lot of mismatches on, but, you know, that's something we have to, you know, focus on and, you know, pay quick, good attention to wherever them guys' skill sets are so we can, you know, be able to plaster and be able to cover it. 
What's the key with, uh, with Tyreek? I mean, is there anything that you see on film that was at least somewhat successful against them? <laughs> Don't let him run deep. <laughs> now he um, he's great receiver. Um, you know, you look on film and you know, first thing that pops out is his speed. Um, you know, he's like he's running a different speed from everyone, but. You know, you just got to keep a shell on them and, you know, don't let them get, beat you deep. So, you know, you just got to be able to play your technique, you know, know, know the down and distance, know, know what you're getting from the offense, and, you know, that'll help you a lot, you know, from a guy with a lot of speed. How about Mahomes in particular? Uh, what do you have to keep in mind when you're facing a guy like that? Uh, a guy that he likes to extend plays. Um, you know, you, you watch you watch the film and, you know, the average time a quarterback probably got the ball in his hands on third down maybe is two seconds but he, he can hold it for four or more maybe because you know he's extending the play and and they all work together while they're doing it you know as he extends the receivers they don't just stand still they're extending their routes if they're deep they're coming short they're sure they're going deep and they're you know they all work good together so you know that makes the, that's what makes that offense so explosive and you know Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball anywhere you know he has a strong arm and he throw it in any type of angle, and you know that's what that's that's what he does. So you know, once he makes them throws, you know when the ball goes up in the air, we just got to make sure we capitalize and make a play on. Uh, I know there's physical challenges playing on a short week, but is this kind of a good thing considering what happened Monday to kind of just quickly turn the page and move on to the next game? Uh, I mean, yeah. From if you want to look at it from that standpoint, yeah, it's, it's definitely good to get it out the way. You know, you flush it out. Like Jalen says, flush it down the toilet, but, you know, physically it's kind of hard. And, um, you know, that's when – it's the ways you could tweak things around that, you know, get your body healthier. And that comes with things from our coaches that's done with us. And, you know, that's, that's to get our mindset ready for the play on Sunday again. And, you know, whatever we need to do to get our bodies right to play on Sunday, you know, that's up to us. And, you know, I feel like every guy on the team has been, you know, mentally and – physically preparing their bodies and minds to be ready for this game on Sunday. You mentioned Patrick extending plays. Does practicing against Jalen, even more so maybe last year when he was doing more scout team stuff, does, does that help in a situation to have a guy who can extend plays when, when you're practicing against him? Uh, yeah, I mean, whenever you got a scrambling quarterback, they're – they're, you know, they're they able to extend the play. So, you know, Jalen can use his legs a lot. I mean, we don't really play against him now. But, you know, last year um, it, it definitely helped. I mean, I can't really speak much on last year. I'm really focused on this year. And, you know, that's just something we're going to work on at practice as we go out on the field, you know, you know, let plays extend a little bit longer, no matter if he's sacked or not. You know, if you let him run around and, you know, you got to chase, you got to plaster and cover the guy that's that's you covering a little bit longer. So that's just something we work on. Is the Gardner giving you that look, I guess, now? How, how's he doing? Uh, I mean, today will be the day we see. <laughs> so uh, I don't, I don't, we, we'll be out there, but he's definitely going to give us a good look. He can use his legs as well. And, you know, Joe as well. Joe can use his legs as well. So don't, 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 don't knock on Joe. <laughs> Joe can use his legs as well. I've seen Joe make some big runs. So, you know, they both, no, they both um, give um, great, great looks in the quarterback position. So, like I said, when we're going in, um, we're going to, you know, stand plays a little bit longer than usual. And, you know, that'll help us out on defense. Thank you. Up next, offensive tackle, Andre Dillard. Hey, Andre, thanks for taking the time today. 
Thank you. We'll get started here with Martin Frank and then Jeff McLean. Hi, Andre. Um, it's It's been a while since we talked to you, obviously. So um, I was kind of curious, you know, how you reacted when, when you found out that Jordan would be the starter left tackle and kind of how you, you know, stayed positive and how you dealt with that until, you know, getting the job back, obviously, last week. Yeah, so with that whole competition, you know, we both really battled our, you know, tails off for that and just continue to push each other every single day. And um, at the end of the day, that's what it was all about. You know, we had fun doing it, made each other better. And when I found out it, it was his job, I was like, well, okay. Coach always was talking about embracing your role on the team, be a star in your role, he would always say. And I just took that to heart once I figured out what my role was and I just went with it. I was very happy for Jordan, though. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Dave Zangaro. Andre, how much do you feel like the uh, knee injury in camp hurt your chances of winning that job? I mean, at this point, I don't even think about it, really. I'm just worried about what's right in front of me. You know, what happened, happened. So, you know, I'm just worried about the Chiefs right now. Go ahead, Dave, and then Dave Spadaro. Hey, Andre, now that not only did Jordan win the job, but he, he signed a contract extension, how do you view your, your standing with the organization and, and your long-term uh, standing? You know, I really just think about what's right in front of me. You know, Kansas City Chiefs embracing the role that I'm in right now. I don't think too much about that, but I'm just over-the-top happy for Jordan. He's got an amazing story, and he deserves all of it. So major props to him. Go ahead, Dave Spadaro, and then Jeff. Jordan, uh, uh, um, Andre, I know you're focused on Kansas City, but you did play on Monday night. What was it like for you to get out there, um, you know, play a full game for the first time in a while? How do you think you did? Um, it was really nice to finally get back out there again after a couple seasons and, you know, uh, felt freeing in a way, you know. It was, it was good to be back out there and, you know, I think I held my own out there. I think I did pretty well. Um, but, yeah, I just had a, you know, obviously it wasn't what we wanted, and we obviously, we obviously got to regroup as a team and, you know, learn from our mistakes on that one. But, you know, I think I did all right in that game. If I could follow up, could you kind of elaborate on the feeling of free, being free, freeing feeling? elaborate on uh i don't know it just just meaning that i feel good finally being back out there after so long thank you go ahead jeff and then ed what did you, what did you miss about being out there in a real live game um just the 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 crazy atmosphere and just the adrenaline rush of all of it you know the 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 crowd screaming and just the intensity of the game itself it was it was nice to be a part of that again well yeah you, you obviously performed well andre was it i mean what, what what did it do for your confidence and and or did you feel like all along that hey you know what there's a reason why i was a first round pick there's a reason why i'm i'm in this position did you just did it kind of make you remember you know why you were at this place in, uh, in the first place yeah i mean there's a reason for everything and you know, I would always tell myself, you know, I'm on this team for a reason. I was drafted for a reason. And, you know, 
like I said before, I'm just embracing my role and trying to be a star in my role. And, you know, my role now is, you know, starting left tackle for this next game. And, you know, I just really put everything I have into, you know, fulfilling that to the best of my ability. Go ahead, Ed, and then Mike. Yeah, hi, Andre. Uh, we talked to Coach Stoutland, and he was saying that, uh, you know, after Jordan was given the job or earned the job, that you had to kind of now learn to play multiple positions, both tackle spots. I just wondered, you know, how that is coming along, uh, you know, especially on the right side where you had that one start a couple of years ago. But, you know, how's that coming along? Uh, it's, you know, it's coming along nice. I, it's, I think it's good for me to, you know, keep learning different positions and just kind of broadening what I'm able to do. And, you know, I, I think it's helped develop me as a player for sure. Go ahead, Mike, and then Chris Franklin. Andre, a question kind of out of out of the blue, but what's it been like uh, reuniting with Gardner Minshew? And um, I, I think I remember you, one of you saying that you guys are really close in college. Do you have any good Gardner Minshew stories? Uh, man, there's just too many to count. But I remember we were uh, we were roommates. I, I was one of his first roommates when he showed up, and he. Uh, Right, the day before camp started, he walked out on the front porch with some clippers, and you know I heard him doing something out there, and he came back in with this big old mustache, and I was like, "Bro, what is that?" Like, little did I know it was his little trademark thing, and you know the dude was either dancing in his room or just out and about. He was, he was a funny guy. He was really funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love being around the guy. He's always so uplifting and. Um, just positive guy, always laughing, smiling. You know, we sit down and eat together pretty often. He, he's a good time. I'm excited I, to be I, with him. I read in the media guide that you're a big uh, metal rock fan. Uh, is that true? And then also, do you listen to it before a game to kind of get hyped, or what, is there like a certain thing you draw from it at all? Yeah, there's. I, I don't know. I'm, unlike a lot of people my age. Yeah, I definitely listen to a lot of, uh, you know, heavy metal type music, and especially before games, it definitely kind of gets me going, unlike most other genres. What are your favorite uh, artists to listen to? Um, my number one favorite artist is Korn. I really love Korn. Um, I like Metallica, Godsmack, Disturbed, you know, Iron Maiden, all them. <laughs> Nice. Cool. Thanks. All right, we have time for two more, so go ahead, Chris, and then Dave. Hey, Andre. During your time uh, as a reserve, do you is there anything that you've worked on that you felt has helped you helped you out a lot when you played against Monday? Uh, played Monday against the Cowboys. Like when I was kind of backing up, what was I doing to? Yeah, yeah. So you know, each week when it was my job to be the backup, you know, the swing guy, I just would prepare, study the opponents as if I was going to be the starter. So when that time came, you know, I was I was ready for it. And I think that helped me a lot um, on Monday. And I'm just going to continue to do that. Last one here with Dave. Hey, Andre, that, that game we saw you in Monday was the first time we'd seen you in a regular season game in, in a long time. In which ways are you a better player now than you were back as a rookie? Um. There, there's a few things. Confidence being one of them. Um, you know, as a rookie, you 
sometimes it can be like a deer in headlight situation just for any rookie. But, um, you know, strength is another thing. I'm a lot stronger than I was two years ago. And just my overall preparation for practice and games and just in my overall experience, I kind of understand the way that things flow. You know, it's just, you know, comes with age a little bit, I think, sometimes. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the time, Andre. Thank you. And lastly, cornerback Steven Nelson. Well, Patrick Mahomes this week, um, obviously that's one of the better quarterbacks in this league. How difficult was that kind of arm strength, athleticism, make it for an outside corner? It makes it real hard because you always got to play the next play, like the play within the play, right? You know, it's um, he can move around, get outside the pocket, and um, it's like you're covering multiple routes, you know what I mean, at that point, man. So, And then he can throw it from every angle, so it makes it a lot, a lot harder. More than most guys in this, mm-hmm. in this locker room have when mm-hmm. he was a scout team quarterback or backup quarterback. Did you know this was coming? Definitely, man. I mean, me and my uh, old teammates uh, who like have gone and retired now, we talk about it today, like how he used to like shred us on a first team defense and like the stuff he was doing was like just crazy, you know what I mean? So we always knew he had talent. What's the most dangerous part? I mean, is it the arm angles? Is it extending mm-hmm. the plays? Does he do all of it? And, and is there another quarterback kind of like him in that regard? Uh, I think he just has like a combination of several things. Like he can he can hurt you with his with his legs. Um, obviously, you know the arm strength he has, um, and then like how accurate he is. Like just throwing, you know, on the move with you know with multiple guys trying to bring him down. Like you know he makes all those type of throws. I know it's been a couple of years, but is there any benefit to having played against him, you know, in practice back in the Um, Yeah, it has been a while. Um, I haven't, and in my recent years in, in Pittsburgh, I haven't played against him since. So, um, but I kind of, you know, I mean, everybody knows what type of player he is, you know, in that standpoint. So, you know, it's like kind of learning all over again. Mm. With watching the tape this week and your experience against him in practice, how much is, has Patrick and the Chiefs offense evolved since you were there? Honestly, I feel like um, they were good back then. Um, my last year there, we went to the AFC Championship, and like that, you guys know how that offense was. It was explosive, like, I mean, putting up 40, 50 points a game. So, you know, they're still capable of doing that. Do you remember the first time you got on the field with Tyreek Hill and mm-hmm. uh, what, what were your initial impressions about just his speed? Speed, uh, tough guy. Um, you know, when he came in, you know, he was uh, more of a return specialist and he just worked his way up. So I uh, commend him for that, you know, just working his way into, you know, to the position he is today, you know, being a top receiver. You see really fast guys every week. Tyreek seems to have that different gear. Is, is that... Is that fair to say? Is there something he's got that others don't have? Well, you know, he's a Georgia kid, man, you know, so, like, we got speed down there, man, you know. Steve, uh, on the sidelines, man, like, after, uh, you know, every possession, it seemed like Rodney uh, has been pretty involved uh, mm-hmm. as you guys go over whatever you're talking about down there. Um, mm-hmm. What's it like having his perspective now when, you know, he's been here, but, mm-hmm. you know, as he waits to come back, that he's involved in those conversations? 
Man, it's huge, you know, because he's he's a you know, like a leader on our on our defense. You know, um, he's been here uh, um, a while. Uh, he has leadership, and uh, you know, he's seen different things. And uh, you know, just having him, you know, makes a world of difference. Jalen Hurts talked about flushing this loss Monday down the toilet. Um, mm-hmm. How challenging is it to do that? I mean, what, what needs to be done to move past that? I mean, yeah, you kind of have to, you know, um, and that's one thing I learned about, you know, especially playing a uh, defensive back in this league. Like, you got to have tough skin. You got to be, you know, you got to be able to move on from things um, because it's a new opportunity every week. So, you know, if you if you don't move on, you know, you'll be kind of, you know, left behind. So. Steve, what do you think is the biggest reason in the NFL for defenses that are able to cause or create takeaways? Uh, the biggest reason? Yeah, is there a common thread to being a, a takeaway-centric defense? Uh, I think it's just the mentality. Um, and you kind of ha- got to have a few things to go your way. Like, you know, pass rush has to be, you know, obviously a factor. Um, on the back end, you know, we have to be in great coverage. But, you know, if you look around the league and you see, like, certain interceptions, man, it, it just – some guys just be in the right place at the right time. You know, that's how I always looked at it. What kind of challenges do uh, snap of the motion present for a secondary? Snap of the motion? Um, it's a lot. I mean, just because, you know, they, they try to buy your eyes, you know, try to get you mixed up and not reading the right things, and then they, boom, hit you with a lot of speed. So, you know, it's just one of those things, like, you got to be aware of and can't pay it too much attention. How much do the Chiefs do? They do it a lot. You know, they got a lot of speed guys, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman. Um, they got a lot of young guys, you know, so, like, that's, a part of their game, you know, and that's how they, you know, you utilize their weapons. Is it more, going back to what I've heard about takeaways, is it tough to preach that, you know, a lot of coaches talk, you win the turnover battle, you win the game. Right, correct. But at the same time, a lot of guys say that that stuff just kind of comes to punches and is sort of coincidental. So is it hard to preach one and carry out the other? No, I think I think it's just always, you know, you always, you know, the coaches always have to emphasize it, you know what I mean? So it's on our on a player's minds, you know what I mean? So you know, when they come, I think it's more of a, more of one of those things like when you get your opportunity, don't miss it. You know what I mean? So it's like when that ball does come, you know, randomly, you just got to make that play. You know what I mean? So a lot of people talk about the Chiefs stretching you horizontally as, as well as vertically. Mm-hmm. Do they do that more than most teams? I would say, yeah, because they have the guys that do it, you know. They definitely have the guys that do it. And, they, and not only the guys, the quarterback that can make those, you know, can throw 100 yards, you know what I mean, so at any time. So definitely. Thanks, Thanks Thank you. Appreciate it. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.